Hola, Jumbo Ecabo. Welcome to the Rich Immigrant Podcast. This podcast was created to be what the next immigrant needs to thrive and what we need as an immigrant community. In this podcast, we talk about attaining financial independence, living full lives in the new countries we call home, and we'll do all that while talking about topics that pertain to the immigrant community all over the world. We'll do that with grace, with truth, with love, and yes, with great background music. So please, dance into every podcast episode with me. I'm Diola Teru, and I'm your host. Welcome. Hey, 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 hello, and welcome back to the podcast. This is episode 69, and it is the 12th episode in this season of the podcast. And for those of you that are new around here, each season has 12 episodes. Um, And so this season is right before the end of the year, but it's not really at the end of the year. And I'm feeling a bit like I need to do an end of year recap. So while this is the last episode, I'll do a bonus episode um, and I'll probably drop that the 20th of December, 19th or 20th of December, just to wrap up the year. And so this week, before I wrap up the season, I want to talk about a topic um, that has been on my mind since before I ever started the podcast. And a friend of mine and I kind of were talking about it when I was thinking of even putting a podcast out there. And Femi, if you ever listen to this episode, shout out to you. Um, And I hope that this episode will inspire further conversations with our families and loved ones, especially over the holidays. And that's why I'm recording this episode today. Um, The timing is, is deliberate. Um, and, and, and if you don't get to talk about it now, you know, I hope at least it starts something, but I hope it's, you know, it, it plants a seed, you know, in your mind. Um, I'm doing it today because a lot of us are immigrants or people of color or people that may be staying away from our families, um, especially our aging parents. And so some of us might travel to see family or might actually spend a good amount of time even on the phone, on video calls with our families. And so, You know, if you have parents in their late 50s or older, this episode is for you. And many of us growing up, we did not receive financial education or literacy from our parents. And that can be something that in some cases might, you know, people might keep it in their minds and be like, man, my parents didn't teach me anything. I'm building from scratch. And that's true. And while that may be true for you as it is for me, When I think about what my parents did give me, while they didn't teach me how to do this or that with money, um, I know that they gave me their best. And for many of our parents, they gave us better than they had. And so my parents, my family still lives in Nigeria, right? Um, But I can imagine that many immigrant parents, you know, were not able to teach financial literacy because they themselves were just in survival mode, Many immigrant parents were just trying to get ahead to put food on the table, to feed and clothe their kids abroad in a new country where they don't have community. And so for some of our parents, moving away from spaces that were deemed unsafe, right, was truly the best that they could do. And if they didn't even, were still truly getting used to the norms in a new country, honestly, financial literacy may not have been, you know, top of mind. And so whether you'll be spending holidays with your parents or be having those phone calls, 
Um, I think this is a good time to open up and start having some key conversations as they start to age, right? You know, and it's beyond money conversations. It's also life conversations. It's preference conversations, truly understanding what it is that's important to them. And so a lot of us listening to this episode were millennials or just adults with aging parents. You know, I know that this is a topic that 99.9% of people absolutely hate to have or to discuss. And these topics might even be taboo in some of our cultures. Um, And so the conversation may not be welcome with like open arms, but I promise you that it is necessary. And um, the reality of our aging parents is right before our eyes. So, you know, I think it's important that we have these conversations. I'll also say that, you know, this year for me has just felt like life has lifed, like things are happening and, you know, certain health diagnoses of people around me. Um, You know, even my dad had a medical emergency, you know, a couple of months ago. And so all of those things have been on my heart and I think we need to talk about this, especially because it's not a comfortable topic to talk about. And so what should we even start with? How should we have these conversations? Um, I would say start by talking about big picture items like retirement, right? You know, when you're talking to your parents about retirement, ask if they have given much thought to what they want their retirement to look like. You know, for example, if your parents are, you know, living in the U.S., for example, and they were born and raised in Nigeria or Ghana or Kenya or Mexico, um, you know, ask if they plan to move back home in retirement because many parents plan on that. Um, And sometimes what they talk about or their responses will will provide clues about where they are financially or as to whether they are financially prepared for retirement. If they talk about moving back to their home countries, you know, understand what they plan to do from a healthcare standpoint. Does the home country have good healthcare or do they plan to visit the U.S. periodically for health um, for health treatment? Ask about what living arrangements they plan or expect in retirement. So do they want to downsize? Do they want to stay in the current home that they live in? You know, that's if they own their homes or do they plan to move with you or with any of your siblings? Um, because you would need to know and plan accordingly. So if you're buying a home and and your parents plan to live with you, you want to consider that. Right. Um, but also another question is, you know, where would they want to be buried? Where do they want to have as their final resting place? What kind of emotional support do you think do they think they'll need in retirement? Right. Because I think as you get older, I mean, I think we start to parent our parents. And I feel like that transition has started to happen for me and my siblings for a few years now. Um, They're still our parents, but there's just a different level of emotional support um, that that I think that they need. And when do they think they'll even retire? Right. So if they don't think it is soon and, you know, and maybe they're approaching, you know, retirement age, you can ask follow up questions around you know, why do they think they're not going to retire soon? It may help you understand if you don't think they're financially ready for retirement. Um, and you can also kind of understand, well, what are you doing? How much have you been putting towards your retirement? What's in your retirement? And how much do you think you'll need to live in retirement? And you can help them actually run the numbers and that might give them, you know, peace of mind. And so beyond retirement, I think other things that are important to talk about would also be talking about estate planning. 
you know, asking about their wishes and showing concern for wanting to know the the desires of their heart so you can do your best to uphold them. We don't want to assume that we know what our parents would want either when they're not um, in, in the capacity to speak for themselves or when they're not here anymore. And so ask them, you know, if something happens to you, um, what happens with the things that you own? Or even what do you own? Do you know the things that your parents own and what what they owe, but also what others owe to them? Um, ask them if something were to happen to you, what do you want as far as resuscitation and all of that? Um, I talked earlier about, you know, if they live in a different country, where do they want to be buried? Where do they want to have as their final resting place? You know, I think it's important to know that, you know, back to the retirement point, they might, your parents might have some level of embarrassment or shame to talk about whatever support they'll need. So keep in mind that the way that you have the conversation, you know, will also impact how they respond. As you talk about estate planning, I think, you know, talk about money conversations and, 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 you know, this holiday season, you know, might be, is a good time to start to have those conversations, you know, on just ask them about their inflows, you know, whether they're going to be getting social security or any pension or retirement funds or savings, you know, are they, if they're already in retirement, are they breaking even or do they need support and how can you support them? You know, ask about long-term care, right? So are they open to moving to a home for for aging parents? Or is that like an absolute no, no, no for them, right? Like I said, will they expect to live with you after some time? Um, And still talking about estate planning, I think it's important to um, understand, you know, or clarify those preferences. And even there might be even cultural or traditional customs that you may not be fully aware of. So understand what those are and understand what your parents' preferences are around those things. You know, you can start the conversation by, you know, maybe telling them that, you know, you had a will or a trust set up and talk about, you know, your process first that you went through and let them and or your siblings know where they can find those documents if something were to, were to you know, happen to you. And, and in that same vein, you'll want to know, you know, if they have a will or a trust, if they have a designated, you know, health care power of attorney. And that's a person that will make health care decisions on their behalf when they are not in the capacity to do so. Um, similarly, right, you know, um, financial power of attorney, who is the person that they're putting in charge to make financial decisions for them when they don't have the capacity to do so? What are their preferences around burial or cremation, um, around medical care? Um, and even if they do have a will of trust or trust, that's great. Um, I think it may also be a good idea to talk about what is in the will or trust so that nobody is surprised, you know, when the time comes. And and if you're, you know, a, a, a child of an aging parent that has no desire to inherit anything from their parents, I think it will be a good idea to let them know because they could make changes um, to their will. And I know there's somebody listening that's like, well, I know my parents have nothing. They depend on me and my siblings entirely. Then I think it's still good to have that conversation about, you know, what happens as they age and have that conversation with your siblings about who is going to do what. 
because um, avoidance or the lack of this conversation is causing resentment within families, right? Parents are being are feeling maybe ashamed that they are a burden on their children or they're feeling maybe a little sad that they sacrifice so much for their children, yet their children are not reciprocating in their old age. The kids, on the other hand, might be resentful because they feel like they're just trying to get ahead in life and they are burdened by these responsibilities that were never even clearly articulated to them. Because sometimes culturally, you know you have to take care of your parents, but what does that really mean? Or sometimes the burden might fall to one sibling over the other siblings because they just assume, oh, this sibling is just more of a caretaker or this sibling is more financially secure, so they should carry it on. I think that people should have conversations with parents, but also with the siblings, with everybody that is sharing the responsibility to make sure that everybody is on the same page. Another thing that you want to talk about with your parents is just, again, understanding um, if they have any debts, right, and what the plans are around those debts, um, understanding their insurance situation, what's their life insurance or health insurance situation, um, just so that you are aware. Also, understand the location of any and all important documents. And as you're having this conversation, it's important to include all members of the family so that everybody is on the same page. These conversations need to happen, you know, I think they need to happen as soon as possible. If you've never talked to your parents about any of these things, you don't have to talk about everything in one day, but you certainly need to start to have the conversations. And in cases of, you know, terminal illnesses or grave illnesses, then I think you need to accelerate and talk about everything as soon as possible. And I think, like I said at the beginning, you know, you know, I think it's important to be clear but and be clear and be kind in your approach. Um, whether you live in the same city as your parents, it might be easier to then just have those conversations over a few dinners, invite them over for dinner and then have those conversations. Whether you live if you live apart, then you might have to have more condensed conversation or start the conversation in person and then follow it up over time over the phone, over a Zoom chat or something of the sort. Um, another way, if you're not sure how your parents will receive it is maybe by, start by asking for advice. If you're one where, you know, it appears that your parents have their finances in good order, you know, ask for their advice, ask for how, you know, they manage finances or what do they do financially that they're most proud of, or what advice would they give to themselves as young parents when it comes to managing finances? Um, these conversations, they might be, they might be a bit of tension, um, but I'll say just remain calm and remain respectful and remember that you are talking with them, not talking at them. And like I said, you don't have to talk about everything in one day. Um, do it in bits and pieces until you have the full picture because people don't like to talk about money. It's still a taboo topic, right? And then you now add the possibility of death and aging on top of it. That's just a lot. It's not conventional, but I think that it is important to have. And the best time to have these conversations is before there's a crisis, before a crisis strikes your family. Um, and, and, and the truth is, well, I, well, I, well, I hope that, you know, everybody is safe and healthy. The truth is that things happen, whether it's due to old age or, you know, suddenly things happen. 
Um, and, and it's better to talk about things like this when people are calm um, and level-headed. And I don't know if I've talked about this in detail, but when we lost my sister, she was 34. And she had elected to be an organ donor, but she never told anybody about it. And so when she passed and, and you know, um, the, the, the hospital had said, oh, you know, she's a registered donor, you know, would you like to honor her request? And in the middle of our grief, we had to sort through that because different members of my family felt differently about um, the process of being organ donors. In the, in the end, her, her organs were donated. We honored her requests. But um, I wish we had the conversation before we were in that crisis, right? And, and, and for us, that spurred us to have conversations with my, you know, I told my parents and my siblings, I am a donor as well. I would ask that you honor my requests and honor my wish if, if, if something were to happen and I didn't need my body parts anymore. Um, and so, again, these are not easy conversations to have, but it is so much better to have it outside of a crisis, outside of grief, outside of, you know, having to make decisions in the heat of the moment. Um, so I hope that, you know, this message is received well. It's coming from a good place, but it's also coming from a place of we need to have these conversations in our communities. And so um, thank you for being here. Thank you for um, your support of the podcast. Um, thank you for, if you just started listening sometime this year, thank you for being here. Um, and um, there's only one ask I ask of you. If you listen to the podcast and find it helpful, please share it. Please tell someone about it um, so that, you know, the podcast can reach whoever it was meant to reach. And um, again, I hope you have a wonderful Christmas, but I will be back to wish you a happy holidays before we roll out. And I will have uh, an announcement for you when I come back December 20th. Cheers and have a wonderful week. Hey there, thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Rich Immigrant Podcast. Before you go, I'd like you to know that there will always be room for you at this table. And as I wrap this up, I'd like to ask for your help with a few things to help support and amplify the message of the podcast. First, please subscribe click the subscribe button and that way you're notified of new episodes. Second, if you enjoyed this episode, please write and review the podcast. That way you're signaling to Apple that the content here is, you know what, popping and you amplify our message to other potential listeners. And last but not least, please follow us at Instagram at The Rich Immigrant. And as you go out into the world, I hope that you're encouraged to show up and live fully in whatever country you've chosen to call home. Ciao, bye, odavo. See you next time.